queens take over here for changing the game. All female ass kickers giving lumps to you lames. Carolina boss lady giving orders cause she run it like a freaking assassin. You won't even see it coming. Got the Texas sports queen repping Houston for days. She's the voice of freaking reason. Keep you stupid at bay. And lastly, it's the Jester Delaware is a home. Talking crap to Jolie, your brains might get blown. And you know Kat and Kayla both the rep in the South. So you ever disrespect, you might get smacked in the mouth. Three women, one vision, podcast with a mission. Leaving haters so pissed, they be stumbling and tripping. Trust me when I tell you, you don't want that smoke. All female trio will make you lose that hope. It's time, so turn it up, let's get ready to go. It's the Queen's Takeover, ladies, start that show. Queen's Takeover Podcast is sponsored by W Energy. W Energy is an energy and dietary supplement. Supplement contains coffee fruit extract and is a energy drink you can mix at home with no jitters and no crash. You can receive your starter sample packs, shakers, energy drink tubs. You got shirts, individual packets. Um, it contains all flavors such as beach and peach, which is a mango white peach cooler, which happens to be my favorite. We got Dragonade, um, Dub Sludge, Galaxy Grenade. You can get all this at w.gg and use the promo code QTBowDown to get 10% off your order. And that is w.gg QTBowDown for 10% off that helps support W Energy and your Queen's Takeover. Ladies and gentlemen, this week started off a little slow because going into Wednesday, I didn't think we would have much to talk about this week. And then all hell practically broke loose. So, by request, actually, the, the first thing that came up this week was Grand Slam with AEW, because uh, a couple things happened that there this week that I definitely wanted to, that we definitely wanted to address, and Kayla, you wanted to start off specifically because you saw some shit online you were not too happy about. Well, I'm going to break something down. This is for anybody that has any bullshit to say about Grand Slam and I'm going to address something if you did not watch AEW International Championship match between John Moxley and Ray Phoenix you do have no right to talk bullshit about it of what happened Mox was indeed injured outside that ring Ray reached out to him knowing he was not feeling right. Mox knew he was not feeling right. They asked him multiple times if he wanted to quit or forfeit the match. Mox did not want to give up. It was not a fucking Tony Khan call. It was a John Moxley call. So if you want to talk shit, people, you need to go at John Moxley because Tony Khan had nothing to do with that match. Tony wanted to stop it, but Mox wanted to continue. So when it got into the match... It ended real quick. That match was supposed to go longer, but it didn't because Mox knew he was in trouble. So therefore, that's why he ended the match, and that's why Ray won. Ray was not expected it, but Mox gave in on his own terms because he didn't want to forfeit. So until you know the facts, people, until you actually watched a match to see what went on, I suggest you keep your mouth shut because you don't you make when you assume something, you make an ass out of yourself. 
Okay. And the hot, the oh, Tony Khan, da, 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 da. no, it was specifically said on commentary Tony Khan wanted that match stopped, but Mox wanted to keep going. That's why it ended so quickly. Kudos and congratulations to Ray Phoenix for it. I did not want you to win that title for Mox that way, um, but I'm glad that they ended it the way they did. Um, so, with that being true, that's what I want to address about Grand Slam. We can continue to talk about Grand Slam, but I just wanted to clear the air about that because that just aggravated the crap out of me because people want to make comments about something that you never watched or did not know anything about. Okay, I, I do want to actually make a comment about this because while, yes, it was Mox's call, Tony has a history of not doing this. If if Vince wanted to stop a match, he would have. It doesn't matter what the talent wants. If something is dangerous, and we all saw the spine bust or wherever that was where his neck went sideways in the ring and the ref should have counted three and ended it right there, Tony should have been in the ref's ear like Vince has been in every fucking ref's ear. It's not up to the talent. It's up to the booker and it's up to the owner to make those calls. It's 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 blame is on both sides. It is on both sides. I actually did watch the match. If you actually believe that, I did. I didn't watch the beginning of it. I watched like the last half of it in the ring. But I did watch the match on YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. Um, I think I saw. I got a Daily Motion thing about it as well, which is another video streaming app. I saw that, and right then and there, it should have stopped. When he went to count and the ref went under, Tony should have been in that ref's ear saying, hit the three count. Yes, I get it. Mox wanted to continue. But Mox was concussed. And every time there is an injured player in the NFL, it doesn't matter if they're up and walking and saying they want to play. Their ass is put right back on that bench until they're cleared. We all know this as sports fans. We all know this as football fans. I know this is a Chris Benoit fan. The amount of concussions that man had. When anything towards head and neck is done, the match should have been called. It doesn't matter what the talent fucking wants. They had the opportunity to stop it before hitting it again. Because you don't know if the second hit could have caused more injury. So I see it as it's a 50-50 split. Mox is to blame and Tony's to blame because who, who's in charge of the company? Tony Khan. Who's usually in the ear of the referees, Tony Khan or one of his bookies in the back. If he has a bookie refs, aren't supposed to listen to talent. Refs are supposed to listen to the boss. Tony had every opportunity to stop that. It sucks. It happened. It really does because Phoenix is an amazing athlete and you know, it it does suck that Mox got hurt like that. And I would never want a, a, somebody to win a championship out of injury. You know, it's horrible. But it's a 50-50 split on that one, you know. And I've actually seen a lot of people not blame Tony. I've seen a lot of people blame Mox, too. I mean, by, I mean, I totally understand what you're saying. But if Mox wanted to make the decision, he did. So, I mean, that's on him. And... That's what aggravated me. So I'm just saying um, it's his decision. It's his choice. And I hate to say it, but he's probably honestly looking for a way to eventually go out of AEW to have a life as a 
dad that he's been wanting for a while. I hate for it to go out that way, but yeah, I'm just saying he's going to continue to make decisions he wants to make regardless of what other people say or want him to do. Because that's what John Moxley is. That's what his character is. He's a daredevil. He's always been a daredevil, you know, from day one, ever since, you know, back in the indies, you know, death matches and all sorts of stuff. So he's going to continue to do, I mean, Tony Khan can be running down that thing right now and telling him not to continue and John will probably just continue. So, yeah. Well, first things first, Mox is okay. He does have a confession. He got out of one piece and walked out on his own. That's the best thing that came out of this. He did walk out on his own. So kudos to that. Renee, you got to bring that boy in a little bit, just a little bit. But Kayla, let me ask you this, because I thought he got concussed because of the spine buster, but I read, I think it was, you alluded to it and I read to it today that he mainly got hurt outside the ring. How long yes. into the match, how long into the match was that when that happened? They were out there. It was maybe about 10 minutes in that I know of because he was acting really weird and Ray actually squeezed his hand and just to check up on him. So, and okay. I guess shortly after that, they went back into the ring and that's when, um, Ray did the two spine busters and ended up winning the type, um, championship because the match ended to quit real quick. Yeah, because the pit, yeah, because yeah, for, you alluded to it, and I read today that he got hurt outside the ring and then called and called the audible to end it quickly and everything because, yeah, I didn't I didn't see the exact I didn't see the clip of the exact spot where he got hurt outside the ring and everything, but it's like yeah, it's like from what you were saying and what I read, that's where it happened. So. Mm-hmm. And he know that moment that he was in trouble. That's why he, that's why he went as quickly as he did. So, yeah, regardless of who's to actually blame for this, um, we all know that Tony's been a little lackluster as far as like putting some authority. So in the end, Tony does need to take more steps to ensure his wrestler's safety and everything. Because, I mean, it's like, Again, it doesn't matter whose fault it is. He's okay. It happened. But steps do need to be taken going forward to ensure the wrestler safety even more. Okay, so I'll I'll just leave it at that. Because I didn't watch the whole thing, but I just saw the clips online and everything. And I was just like, going, okay, what the hell? Oh, Lord have mercy. Okay, let's talk about some good news from Wednesday night. Eddie fucking Kingston. Winning the ROH title in New York of all places. Talk about a vet finally getting his due. I mean, I personally don't know his resume, so I don't know if he's had any world titles in the past. But to get one on a major company on TV in New York, his stomping ground, it's like I, I it couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. I mean, Kayla? I mean, I'm honestly really happy for him because I felt like, you know, for the longest time, I felt like Eddie was missing something. And then he won the strong title from New Japan. So that was in plus. But I feel like something was still missing. And and then the fact, you know, that match kicked off Grand Slam. You know, for y'all don't know, um, I'm part of the Fanatics Network. And we it was me, Tim King, JD from over there and Dan, we, you know, we did the Grand Slam, you know, watch along and, you know, review show after the fact. So we're watching, we're like, oh my gosh, this match is kicking off Grand Slam. 
And, you know, that match was very phenomenal. And then the fact, um, and we finally decided that we think the Blackpool Combat Club is tweeners because of the respect that Claudio gave Eddie at the end was phenomenal. Um, you know, so Eddie well deserves it. And the fact that he put the news out that he's, you know, not able to do the independent circuits right now, but he's going to continue to focus on being a fighting champion. So I'm happy for him that as well. So, um, Eddie, this is your moment, bud. You know, you're going to have a lot of people coming after you. You know, you have it. Well, I always say once you become a champion, you got a huge target on you. Everyone's going to want a shot at it. So, um, so kudos to you, buddy. Um, I'm happy for you. I was rooting for you. I predicted you to win. So many things has happened. And um, congratulations. Jolly, you want to add anything? Okay, so she shook her head. No. Okay. Uh, let me see. Let me see. MJF retained, but a little bit of an expense because apparently Adam Cole came down to help him and ended up getting hurt on his own. Any update, Kayla? Was there anything as far as, like, um, how he got hurt? Um, actually, I do know this one because he was seen outside the hospital with crutches. He sprained his ankle. But they didn't say what type of sprain it was. So he did actually hurt himself when either running to the ring or jumping off of the ring. I forget which way it happened. But I do... That's the one I was following because... I think of jumping off because he was running down and as soon as he jumped off the ramp, he was just like this. He was like limping. We're like, really cold. Really. <laughs> you go down there to help and end up hurting yourself. What the hell, bro? I got it backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I it's, not, it's, it's not good to laugh at injuries, but it's just like, it was crazy. That was, it, no, that it was, was a crazy I mean, scene. It was just funny. It's like, oh, who's going to help MJF? Here comes Adam Cole running down. And all of a sudden, you know, even us on the um, watch along, we were laughing about it. We're like, why is he limping? I said, I think he I think he hurt himself jumping off the ramp. And then it was just like, why are you jumping off the ramp? I mean, I know you're trying to get there quickly, but couldn't you not have pulled an orange Cassidy and just rolled or slid into the ring because it was leveled out? Don't jump and jump. <laughs> but hey, is I don't know, but I mean, if, if it's a spring, good. Ho- I mean, ho- hopefully, it'll, it'll just be a few weeks. Depends on the sprain, though. If it's a low so, ankle sprain, could take about two to three months. High ankle sprain could be a little bit uh, sooner, lower because there's more joints and bones and um, tendons there. So they want to make sure they heal properly. And high is they can give it more support with wraps, whereas the foot, like the lower one, I only know this is because as an ex-athlete, you know, I've had my ankles wrapped so many times and I've actually had high ankle sprains. They suck, but they're a lot oh, more manageable. You will have to use crutches for like a week. Um, and if it's a high ankle sprain, as long as like you brace it properly, you should be good to go. Okay. I never knew. Thank you for that explanation because I actually never knew what the difference was and I've I've heard the two variations, like in regards to like sports only and everything. So, I think um, I think that's what they said. It could, I could have it reversed, but I do know like one or the other. It's like a quick recovery because I did have a high ankle sprain in college, uh, yeah. playing playing gay flag football, and um, the one guy accidentally tripped me and my leg got cut up in his legs, and he had to help me hobble over to the 
um, medical center, which was literally right next to the football field. Thank God. And, you know, they put me said, they said, just uh, come back, here's some crutches, come back in a couple days. Uh, we'll see how it is. And I was fine within a week. Um, but let me tell you something that night when I was first on the crutches, I lived on the eighth, sixth floor. We were eight floors. I was on the sixth floor. The fire alarm went off. Oh no. I, I had to hop down the steps because you can't take the elevator. Oh my God. Ouch. Yeah. That was fun. Damn. That's the only yeah. thing. That's the only thing about being injured when you can't barely walk and you're on the top floor and doing fire drills. You can't use the elevators. It's just like, ah. okay, that's a little bit worse than my old fire. Um, that my old fire drill story because quick, quick story. Um, one of my old jobs, I used to work downtown. We were on the top floor, a 17 story building. I was been down there a few months. I was healthy, no problem. But it was a casual day. I was wearing sandals and everything. Um. Transformer blew on the roof, and you heard this loud boom. And all of a sudden, like two minutes later, um, actually not even two minutes later, the fire alarm went off, and we had to like haul ass down seventeen flights of steps. I never moved so fast in my whole adult life. It took me at least three days to recover from that. Oh man! Well, three days. Um, since we're kind of sort of on AEW, I'm going to oh. bring something up. No, 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 no. What? Jolie might think we might want to bring in Mama Larissa for this, but Mom already knows. Let she me go ahead of me. Let me go on mute. No, it's not a rant. It's not a rant. You don't have to mute. Okay. Well, I'm still kind of eating breakfast. So. An AEW wrestling theme has grown on me. I don't know why. It has, it came up the other day when... I put it on shuffle. So it was basically not what's on my playlist, but all the playlist. So people that can't see because we're just audio, I'm going to show Kat and Jolie the picture of whose theme it is. And they can react by you guys by telling you all. But I just want to say it's catchy. Never thought it would happen. I just didn't know who it was until I went back and looked at it. And I was like, oh, crap. Okay. but So before... You show us. I'm going to predict that it's Sammy Guevara. You are incorrect. I have not I, gone that far yet. I have no <laughs> idea. I have no idea. <laughs> Jay fucking Cargill. <laughs> that was my next guess. It was either one or two people. You only hate two people in that entire company that I know of. And it's Sammy Guevara. Well, technically three. Taya. No, uh, what the hell's his wife's name? You hate her too. Oh, okay, oh. Ty. Yeah. But haven't a lot of people said? I think you said it too. That if she goes to WWE, they need to try to take. She needs to. They, they need to try to get that thing. Yeah, I mean, it's it. It fits her. It's fit her for so long. But with it being true, like a lot of people's like, well, Cody was able to bring Kiss. See, that's the thing about Cody's. Cody's is specifically through Downstate. Downstate also did Ziggler's when he was part of it. 
they also and they do do the Miz. So technically, Downstate is already part of WWE. Jade Cargill's is socialized with through AEW slash Mikey Ruckus. So I don't know if they'll able if he would be able to release that through that way. But hey, who knows? Um, they might may- maybe work out a deal if she wanted it because obviously they um supposedly worked out a deal or was able to get the Hardy Boys to bring over to the heart uh to AEW because they do use the same one. So um, I mean, there's ways of bringing it. I don't know if they will, but. I just think it fits her. You never know. So, um, that being true, yeah. I don't like her yet. I got respect for her. I got respect for her. She's grown my respect. That's funny as hell. That is so funny as hell. But I'm not saying she's my favorite yet because she won't be my favorite. (laughs) At least maybe when she comes over to WWE, I might be going, go, Jerry. It'll be going, oh my gosh, help me. Well, hey, technically, I was rooting for her when she had the title because I didn't want her to lose the streak. So technically, I was already rooting for her because I wanted her to win. So there's a caveat to that, though. You were one to hold on to it until Stack got back, which happened to be the one of the best damn returns of 2023 in wrestling history. <laughs> like I said, I said it before, people. She's gonna get cocky. Sterling's gonna say she's defending 60 and 0. She's beating everybody. Anywhere, anytime, but there's nobody left, and Calderize is going to start. And what happened? It started. Right. I had no voice for three weeks on that hardly. So, three weeks. My 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 voice was a little rough for about a good three weeks before I had it back. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I could have. I didn't know it was that damn long. I mean, I could oh. talk, but you know how you have that like roughiness, soreness in your throat. That's what it was like. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Ay, 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 ay. All right, I gotta bear with me a minute. I'm trying to find the list. Okay, so, all right, let's get to the caveat for the week, unfortunately, because. One more thing. Oh, okay, shoot, because I gotta try to find the list. Uh, AEW related. Um, Look, I'm not a big fan of hers right now. I think she's become a massive bully online. She's been stalking people that talk shit about her and her boyfriend. Her boyfriend deserves it. He is a homophobic piece of shit. Um, but whoever stole Soraya's shit, give it back because you're you're just as big as a piece of shit for doing it. So don't steal people's stuff. Stop stalking them. And I'm going to lean over to WWE. Leave Kayla Braxton alone, you pieces of shit. What they do to her now? Somebody got mad at her for not wanting to take a photo. Oh, come on, people. Jesus. She has her own rights to do whatever she wants to do. Exactly. How many, so, how long, I mean, I mean, it's like, how many times we gotta go through this shit with, like, people, like, on their downtime, if they, I mean, it's like, respect their privacy, if they're traveling or out with friends and stuff like that, it's just like, it's up to them if they want to take a photo, just don't label them like a bitch or just, like, saying, like, get all pissed off at them and everything. It's like, these people are like on the road so many times a year. They only have a few days to themselves and everything. It's just like, come on, people, shit. Now I, I can understand like asking for a picture or a autograph, a as in singular, as in one. But oh, no. I will tell you this right now, and I will best be looking for you skeezy motherfuckers if I catch any of y'all pulling out boxes of Funko Pops or pictures in Philly 
best believe I will have you removed if I find you. Because I respect the hell out of these people. I will do whatever I have to to protect them because they are human beings. I'll say this. I I am guilty of trying to find a hotel that they've stayed in just of the off chance. Just of the off chance of just to see. I wouldn't even gone up for a picture. I just would have snapped a picture to the side. That's all. I don't need I don't need pictures. You know, it's just like even if you get a chance to say hi to them, like that's it. But I don't go out of my way to fully stalk because technically that wasn't the hotel that I picked. It was the hotel my friends picked. They were the stalkers. I just yeah. went along for the ride. Because it was a nice ass fucking hotel. <laughs> but but yeah. that being said, we will find you and we will have you re- removed from the property. That they they don't they don't play around with this shit at, at Lincoln Financial Field. They do not play with this shit at Wells Fargo. So just just know that we we will be on the lookout for y'all. Now again, a singular item, perfectly fine. A singular photo, perfectly fine. But y'all, these are human fucking beings. Stop being a dick. Cause the more you put out an autograph of a Funko Pop or a, a picture, it loses its value. So you're therefore devaluing them. So because you're devaluing them, go fuck yourself. Did you find the list yet? Yes, I found the list. Okay. Okay, and for those who are tuning into the show for the first time, what a gesture is alluding to the fact that um, she's mentioned this on the show quite a few times. She actually works at Lincoln Financial Field. And so we'll... 99% for sure be there next year for Mania to work and everything. So she will be on the lookout. Trust and believe. And even if I was off, I would still be on the lookout because I can't stand that shit. I, yeah, that... I, remember, I remember going to Baltimore and I actually did see a, uh, their security. A guy had like pictures, like a whole stack of them. And it was just of one person and they removed his ass. So this was back in Oh six, oh seven. Oh wow! Yeah, they, they they security don't play around. If you're outside the stadium like that, nah, dude, it, you're just heck. Even GalaxyCon, um, when I went, they were. I mean, I understand it's an event like that. They're not rushing and stuff. But even GalaxyCon put a limit to what you can get signed. Um, because yeah. when I was standing in line for the Hardy Boys to meet Matt there was a guy that wanted them to sign like six pop vinyls and all this in a photo. And the guy's like, no, you decide what you want them to sign. And that's it. Cause he says, you have people behind you. And it was happened to be the handler, same handler that was in Greenville in April for Jeff. So they were, he travels with both of the Hardy boys. So yeah, he even limited, he says, I'm not trying to be an ass, but you got other people, you got other fans that wants to meet them, that's spending their money and their time to be here to meet them. You can at least have courtesy. So you make the decision of what you want signed and then just let the others for another time. But don't sit there and bring, you know, I mean, this guy in front of me had like a little cart and he had like pop vinyls, photos and all this stuff. And I'm thinking, dude, I mean, they got them out quick because obviously I found that out even being in overflow for Nick and AJ um, from the Backstreet Boys, I literally walked in there at 10 o'clock, got um, 
walked, um, got there a little before 10, went to the ATM, went down there, got, got in. And by the time I went through Matt's line, Nick and AJ's and Britt's line, I was in and out of line by 30 minutes and I was trying to kill time. And wow. Because I, I had a photo op at 5.15 that day. With Ian, Ian, right? Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> you I still had time. I still had a lot of freaking time. So <laughs> it didn't really matter. But obviously, like I said, it's to the point, like they said, respect. I mean, everyone wants the opportunity to meet their favorite people. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, what's your question? You've gone to the Galaxy Con the last two years. Or am I, am I going next year? Answer right now is no. It's got to be somebody that throws someone drastically at me like last year. Like I wasn't going to go for Nick and AJ at first. And then Ian pops up. All right, let's go. So, um, and one of my friends currently is mad at me because I'm not going to the little Greenville Convention Center one on October 29th to meet Billy Gunn. That's another one. No respect to Billy Gunn, you know, disrespect to him. Um, someone else has got to throw their ass in that convention for me to go meet you. Somebody other than you. I told mom, mom goes, what if the, uh, Max Caster and Anthony Bowen show up? And I said, I honestly would even think, I mean, I like the acclaim, but somebody even more than acclaim would have to show up, you know? And she's like, Oh, okay. I said, well, now if Matt Hardy decided to show up like Jeff did uh, back in April, I'll, I'll get tickets for you to go meet Matt. Cause you haven't met Matt. But <laughs> other than that, I just said that um, my friend goes, he's Billy Gunn. I was like, so? And? So? And your point is? And then she throws the whole point and says, well, you've always wanted to meet Roddy, Rowdy, Roddy Piper. And you never, I said, well, beforehand, these events really didn't exist when he was alive. Same way with Dustin Rhodes. I mean, Dusty Rhodes. I mean, there's a lot of people we're going to miss. Yeah. And I mean, that's why, you know, I stated this before, um, I have a list on my phone of all the wrestlers I want to meet and I'll be complete. And as I meet them, I check them off. Okay. One of those people on the list, I had to check off the wrong way and I didn't want them to. And you can right. probably take a guess who it is. Right. So with that being true, I mean, I did, did meet Braun Strowman virtually. Um, but now it's kind of a goal. If I don't meet him in person, it's not going to kill me. I know I've met him virtually and got to talk to him. But I kind of want to make an effort to at least meet Eric, you know, because like I said, didn't get the chance to meet Brody or Bray. So, um, and we've stated this before, guys, if it wasn't for Jolie and Kat, I would have never gone to GalaxyCon. I've never would have got the chance to meet Nick and AJ that made it phenomenal. Ian, awesome. Got the chance to meet Matt Hardy, you know, other part, you know, obviously met Orange and Britt, you know, but if there's somebody you want to see and you desperately want to meet them, Go do that opportunity because Jolie says she's had the opportunity before and she didn't, she missed it and never got to, we'll never get the chance again. So um just want to state that. And also respect, like I said, don't bring a thousand million things in for someone to sign. Have respect for other fans too. They're there just like you are. They're fangirling or band, boy girl and whatever you want to call it for a boy. I don't know. Just like everyone else. Right. So um and know, just. And I will say this, like, the people that do this at cons, they're paying for each autograph. That I understand. What that gentleman should have done is say, all right, I will have you sign these two and I'll come back. Like, that's somebody that, like, the handlers will respect because I've seen that before. Like, they said, I, I know you got a long line. If you guys have a shorter line later, 
yeah, they'll come back at that point. But you're 100% right. Be fucking respectful. But wait, what the hell just happened? <laughs> She's like, <"Poof." laughs> No, I had to fix my camera real quick because it was it was blurry and getting on my fucking nerves. Yeah, even I was though looking we're, at even, you like, uh, even I, though we're not audio. Yeah, even I thought I was a- drunk. <laughs> I'm over here drinking alcohol and it was still blurry and I'm not drunk, so. It's not even three o'clock, Kayla. <laughs> yeah, be all right. <laughs> Yeah, but it's like, you got to take advantage of those opportunities because I did one and it was, Caleb, it's like, I did one and it was one of the best nights of my life. I'm glad you got that opportunity because I know how much she meant to you, so. Of course, of course. All right, let's get this fucking elephant in the room out of the way because it was been rumored for months after the pending merger um, with Endeavor and WWE but unfortunately, it finally came to fruition the other day. We had a shitload of talent released. Some of them, uh, some of them not surprised, and then some of them like going, "Oh my god, here we go again." And if you've listened to me on the show, you know which one I'm talking about. But let me just kind of go down the list, and then and then we'll just dive into to it from there. So this is the entire list from main roster and NXT. You got. Mustafa Ali, Emma, Aaliyah, Rick Boogs, Elias, Riddick Moss, Top Dollar, Shelton Benjamin, Dolph Ziggler, Mace, Mansoor, Quincy Elliott, Dana Brooks, Shanky, Bryson Montana, Ulysses Leon, Kevin Ventura Cortez, Brooklyn Barlow, Alexis Gray, Commander Aziz, also known as Dabakato, Daniel Mc- uh, Arthur, Ikimanjiro, and Matt Riddle was uh, a day late, but still happen all right jolie who's the biggest shocker on the list ollie 100 ollie because he had the title shot um people will think well why didn't you say matt riddle simple the dude has had chance after chance after chance after chance and he got the jeff hardy treatment you fucked around you found out ollie um i i think it sucks because you know he was getting a title shot, and then I hear that they just didn't see him as a main star on the main roster, which is why they sent him down to NXT, but he, apparently he wasn't getting as over down there as well, which sucks. Um, And I honestly think Top Dalla and not the other two, Um, but, you know, unfortunately... <sighs> And I said this online, and I said this to the group text. It sucks. 100%. People losing their job 100% sucks. As somebody who has lost her job twice, it does suck. However, back in the day, before Facebook, before Twitter, before MySpace, before Google, we didn't know who got cut. Nobody really knew when Mr. Perfect and Scott Hall got fired. And... I I just, I remember people screaming, free Ali. He's free. He's got 90 days. He's got to the end of the year. He's getting paid. Because I think that's within their contracts. They're getting paid. He's setting up, he can set up interviews. He can't interview right now. But he can set up, or actually no, they can get interviews. And then they can start taking bookings after January 1st. If I read what uh, Top Dollar put out said properly. Um, But he can set things up for future advancement and you know he's gonna land on his feet and 
he's going to land on his feet well. Um, also, you know, Shelton Benjamin and Dolph Ziggler was also kind of a shock as well. But Dolph Ziggler has wanted to leave as well. And as much as I love Shelton, he has a vast amount of knowledge that'll be helpful in either Impact and AEW. So these two guys are also going to land on their feet wherever they go. And like I said, Dolph has wanted out and he's asked, he's been asking for time off for a while now. So that's why he hasn't been on because he asked for time off. So maybe they're just like, okay, we'll just let him go. But Ali honestly was the one that hurt the most because I wanted him to see him wipe the, the fucking smirk off a of dirty Dom's face. I really did. <sighs> Kayla? Um... Obviously, you know, a couple of shockers. I will say, obviously, Ali was one because, you know, um, he had that title shot for No Mercy. And he's just been the underdog for so long. And it's just the fact when he went to NXT, I thought maybe he was actually going to get somewhere and get that opportunity. But unfortunately, he didn't. So um, it kind of sucks for him. I mean, I know la- um, when they released the other ones last year, when Cross and Scarlet and were gone last year, he wanted to go when they were gone, but they continue to keep him around. Um, but now that he got the apart, you know, got his chance, you know, prove himself, get better where he deserves to be. Um, where he goes next, I don't know. Um, another one, I kind of had a feeling when he became a free agent, it could, I was kind of hoping that he would have been used a little bit more, but he's been with the company for so long, and that's Dolph Ziggler. Um, the other day, I just recently looked at his feud when he was teaming up with um, Drew McIntyre when they had um, Seth coming out, and I said I didn't exactly, I didn't exactly lie about having travel issues. They weren't exactly my travel issues, and you know, I love that feud. When that's on the point when you know Ambrose came back, team with you know, and how that led. Um, Zelda Ziggler brought the best out in everybody in WWE, regardless if he was a heel or face. Um, So, honestly, I believe just because um, of where his brother's at, he might end up over in AEW with his brother, which I'll be 100% okay with, because I've always kind of wanted to see those two be a tag team, maybe even have a few feuds together. Um. So wherever he ends up, I'm um, 100% all for it. I'll be happy for him. Um, someone said on Twitter that they believe that Emma and Riddick will probably take time off to get married, take care of that, and they might end up back in Impact, which if they do, more power to them. Or wherever they go, I'll be happy for them. Um, I, would love, I would love for Emma just to show up on AEW to smack the fuck out of CJ Perry. That'd be great. Um, anyway, not being sure. I don't care if it's one night, Tony Khan. Just one night. Um, anyway, um, I believe Dave, Dabo Kato, he will he'll go somewhere and he'll be great. Everyone be on that list be great. And one that surprised me that has made it so long as she has, just because where she started at as Charlotte Flair's protege, won the twenty four seven title and just never really got herself built up. I mean, she had wonderful uh, potential. She was great in that ring. She improved so much, but she was underestimated. And that was Dana Brooke. She held on so much for so long. 
And um, hopefully, you know, wherever she may go, even if she continues wrestling. Yeah. You know, I don't know. But everyone, honestly, that was released is going to be just fine. People may say, well, they're no, the, the, no. And it's also about releases. Going to bounce off what Julia says, she has said before. Don't make fun of people losing their jobs. I saw a lot of people when they released, you know, the comments want to say, why is it, why is Cross still there? Why didn't Cross get released? And it's the thing that I actually thought about it. Um, Dan from the Bump Boys and my Outrage Control co-host has said, um, think about it. Everyone that's been used or in some kind of package on TV is not getting released. And then you think about it when they just updated the SmackDown intro who's in there cross and scarlet so um i think you know they're gonna be okay for a while um just basically everybody that was your free agent well that hadn't really been like i said i'm still kind of confused why just eliminate top dollar and not the other two that's what's kind of weird well the rumors were but he's kind of dissuaded them but uh, apparently there's a lot there's like a, like a lot of backstage animosity between him and other people mm-hmm. so maybe just people were jealous maybe Rick you know. Boogs was blaming it on politics. The reason why <laughs> I don't know is something. I don't what know. Did he, say? he said back. He said backstage politics. And okay, yeah, that's yeah. what I meant. So with that one, I'm like, because somebody straight up blamed Vince for that one. I'm like, uh, you can't blame Vince for any of this right now because he's almost on his way the fuck out. Right. Like the fact that I have seen multiple reports from multiple different sources that have actually been accurate stating that because of these new SEC filings against um, Vince uh, that they are, you know, screaming that he could be fired because TKO doesn't want that type of negative publicity with their company. And I'll tell you this right now, the minute that he is featured endeavored, ha, that's funny. Um, Love it. Will be just like, I will never see such a happier time on Twitter where the entire internet wrestling community will come together and celebrate the fact that that'll help morale. Oh, I think it'll definitely help morale, but I think, you know, a lot of people are blaming Vince when this was most likely cutting some, as much as I hate saying it, useless fat that the company did not see and deem as profitable. Um, they might see Ashanti and BFAB as profitable as singles competitors. Right. Um, okay. So I saw like a lot of, cause top dollar, dollar, I'll call him, sorry. Cause he's going by a dollar now. Dollar was like been on Twitter for like the last two days responding and everything saying that they really didn't get any chance to do promos and everything, mainly because of him. And, um, He's been like backing like BFAB and Ashanti uh, a thousand percent and everything. And I meant what I said on Twitter. If you, Dala, if you and Bougie hook up for any kind of business, we want the first interview. But we'll deal with that later. But, um, and actually, if this, this story was kind of cool and everything. Someone asked him about the whole thing with like Michael Cole and everything. And he actually said him and Michael Cole talked about it, even like possibly like 
putting like him trying to put him over like with like a roll up or something like that. And so that was actually like discussed, but management wasn't interested in it. They just said, let Michael Cole still bash him on commentary and everything. But apparently that part was addressed. Okay. Okay. So I feel sorry for Emma because she just came back, really hadn't been used very much. Mm -hmm. And then the, the same day, that they announced that Elimination Chamber was going to be in Australia. She tweeted about it, said a dream, and then she said, never mind, never mind, I've been released and everything like that. So that one was a little bit of a stinger, but she never really got a chance um, when she got back because it's like she lost her very first match to Ronda and then was kind of like a sidekick for Moss, and that was it. Um, Dollar, if he was a, if he was like the... If if he was like the problem for Hit Row and everything, so I mean, I mean, I could see why they released him and not the other two, but at least give the other two a chance and everything. Uh, I do know I did see something online like Julissa Leon because I know she was part of a tag team in NXT and everything. Apparently, she asked. Uh, apparently, she's been asking for a release. So uh, that one, I, that one, a little bit I understood. I understood and everything. Uh, Aaliyah, it sucks she's been out since she got injured and everything and really hadn't had a chance to come back. Sheldon Dolph, huge vets. Um, unfortunately, it was just mainly yeah, like Sheldon, NXT. Was a, Sheldon was another one that kind of just burns, you know, a little bit. Yeah, it's just like, ugh. I mean, because he was around when I first started watching wrestling mm-hmm. back in 05 and stuff like that. So it's just, and I know he came back and stuff like that, but it's just like, he's still blaming Mia for this you know that right of course (laughs) I know I've seen the squeeze like I blame you Mia she says oh you'll be all right (laughs) and of course she's catching strays from like what happened with AJ and uh apparently uh Gallows has been out because he had his knee scoped and stuff like that so she's been catching strays all over the place leave me alone all right anyways back to this back to this Okay, so Sheldon and Dolph, huge vets. They're going to be fine. If Dolph gets the tag with his brother in um, AEW, so be it. Uh, let's see. Dana, I mean, yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of hers and everything, but it's like you got to say she gave it a shot, and she was actually trying to make the – when she had the 24-7 title, um, she was trying to make a push to get it at – change to like a mid-card title for the women. So you got to give her some credit. In the end, uh, Matt Riddle, you burned your bridges, bro. And if the story about him and Gunther was true, you're a fucking idiot. Apparently, there was some story about uh, backstage. I don't know how true it was. I don't know if it's legit and everything, but there was some story about him snack, snacking Gunther backstage. Exactly. It's like, I, I, I don't know the whole legit. If this story is true... You're a fucking idiot because Gunther's like on the higher echelon of the WWE superstars right now. And with that, and then the incident at the airport and everything, Matt Riddle, I'm sorry. I mean, I'm with Jolie because it's like, I never, I hate for anyone to lose a job because it's like, I got laid off last year and stuff like that. But it's just like, if the stories are true, you burned your own bridge. And sadly, I think if Randy didn't, get injured this wouldn't have happened true because he was holding him down a little i mean he was like keeping him together a little bit well when it comes to problem children there was no bigger problem child than randall orton exactly 
the man that puts shit in the diva's bags. And, okay. you know, he, I think if they found somebody to work with Riddle, like they tried with Sammy and KO, they tried with Drew. Yeah. He burned his own bridges. Exactly. All right. So let me see the rest of this here. Mason Mansoor, they got they got screwed over because of the whole models uh, thing and everything. And I love how they I love how they went on Twitch the other day and did like the whole. It's like they just let it loose after the release and everything. Uh, and I, Elias, I love I love the fact that after he got released, it's like he finally admitted to being Ezekiel and a people were like saying KO was right, KO was right. <laughs> KO, KO, yeah, KO's um, self-conscious is something like that. Exactly. It's an ease. All right. All right, let me get this out. Because y'all both alluded to it. Y'all both have spoke about it already, but let me get this out. Mustafa hurt like hell. Because I remember back in 2019... Before the whole COVID media started, it wasn't really supposed to be Mustafa's time. And then unfortunately, he got injured and never really got the shot again. I tweeted back then that while Kofi still had the title, he should have gotten at least that shot. Both of the stars responded saying they wanted the match. Never happened. In the past year, Mustafa has had not one, but two singles matches for the North American title made. And then they were changed. I mean, obviously changed for the second reason because he got fucking released and everything. This man has been so charismatic, creative. One of these, uh, a gold mine on the mic. How WWE never saw his potential to become a champion is beyond me. And this is WWE's loss right here. With them letting go of Mustafa Ali. This man's going to, whether it be New Japan, um, Impact, AEW, or, I don't know about AEW, but no matter where he goes, Mustafa is going to absolutely shine and make WWE fucking look like idiots that they are. But he has a fan in me for life. And I would just love to, I would just love to, like, pick his brain one day and just kind of talk with him, whether it be in person, if I could make a miracle happen and get him on the show somehow and everything. But out of the entire fucking list, I mean, this was y'all's biggest shot. This one hurt me. This one hurt me like crazy because this man has been misused for so fucking long. And I thought, I mean, it's like, I know there was like early last year and everything, he wanted out, but they brought him back and stuff like that. And I, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say because it's like, it, it's just bullshit with him. But it's like, even like, I love how Buddy Matthews came out and said like him, his match with Ali was like one of his favorites and stuff like that. And then going back to Dolph, like the amount of respect that people have shown for him after he got released is insane and everything. So some of the, I mean, base, I mean, we know that some of these people will shine bright wherever they are, wherever they go and just make like absolute fools of WWE for not taking advantage. It's some of the reasons that I got for the releases. It's like, 
they said like inactivity, I get that. But then it's like making main money roster, but only being on NXT. Whose fault is that? It's not the superstars' fault. It's fault. It's management's fault for how they've been booking these people because Mustafa was a free agent, which means he could go anywhere. You put him in NXT and then like say, oh, we, he's in NXT right now, but he's like making all that money. So it's not really a big return investment. Whose fucking fault is that? I saw that reason and I was just like going, if this is because, of course, I think it was Meltzer Alvarez who said that too and everything. But it's just like, that's the reason you're getting this time because some of these, it, some of these decisions were not on them. I don't get it. I really don't get it. Do y'all get it? I know. <sighs> now my head hurts. <sighs> Sadly, I do understand sometimes. And I get that Ali had a following. And it, it's similar to some of the other people. Unfortunately, with Keith Lee, what one thing that AEW and NXT have in their smaller arenas is that they have a wild fan base that will love who they love and hate who they hate. Sometimes that does not transfer over, especially in the WWE. We have some finicky and fickle fucking fans. Say that 10 times fast. Um, I think if they kept the cruiserweight title, Ali would have been fine. I think he would have been fine. Agreed. And Cedric and all those guys have been put on banger matches. He would have been fine. Um, the whole stupid, and I called it. They made fucking rec- uh, retribution into Antifa, and which was bullshit, and it, it bit them in the ass. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Mr. Mace, why did you post a picture of uh, CM Punk as a part of your group? I have questions. I have questions. Okay. Uh, not too long ago, I'm scrolling through Twitter while y'all are talking, and there was a picture. I saw and, the same picture right before we got on. And it's, it's um, I'm sorry, Mr. Brennan Williams, uh, on this day three years ago, Retribution revealed themselves and is a picture of a blurred out CM Punk. And apparently Chelsea Green was one of them as well. So um, we, we got to have a conversation here, bub. But anyway, it doesn't transfer over. It's it's Unfortunately, it's how it's always been. For as long as I can remember, if you couldn't get over on the crowd, you were gone. It sucks. I know it sucks. Don't punch your phone, cat. Your hands hurt bad enough as is. It's, oh, I'll just say the Astros score. They are like really pissed me the fuck off, but I'll, I'll deal with that later. Wait, Houston's playing right now? Yeah, and oh. they're losing again. I'll, I'll deal with that later. But at least your Texans are winning. Um, Anyway, so like back in the day, if you couldn't get over, you had like six months and then you were gone. Maybe up to a year. And to the people bitching about, um, cross he has i'm sorry to say about ali and everybody else besides shelton and dolph he has a more rabid online fan base and he apparently is a really good locker room leader from everything i've read so that's one of the reasons why he's being kept around plus triple h loves him triple h really does love him and not to mention, um, which I absolutely love, I will say this, um, 
I watched the first episode of Chamber of Horrors and the fact that Scarlet and Shotzi is doing paranormal activity together is just awesome. So yeah, she's got that show too. And I'm pretty sure if Cross released, Scarlet would go with them. So she wouldn't have that show either. So that's something, like I said, I'm pretty sure they're sticking around for a while. And it seems like he may start tossing it up with a certain 16-time champion based on a little snip he put on Twitter the other day. Oh, yeah. Watching his... Uh, no, it was on Instagram. He, someone oh, Instagram. He put it on Instagram. He was watching John Cena's um entrance on SmackDown. Yep. Which I... And you and whether he wins or no matter how the program turns out and everything, the actual fact that he's being trusted enough to do some kind of program with John fucking Cena, Cena probably put him over. So anyway. volumes that speaks volumes. So this is what I'm predicting is going to happen. Cena needs a partner. They're teasing the Rock, but it's going to be Cross. But then Cross is going to fuck Cena over. And Cena's gonna get his ass beat, and that's gonna, <laughs> and that'll start up their program to probably the end of October when Cena's done. TikTok Cena. <laughs> so apparently, because apparently, um, L.A. Knight was originally supposed to help him, but he tested positive and had to leave. Hope you feel better soon, L.A. <sighs> yeah, everybody was in all tizzy. Oh my god, he got fired. No, they're not gonna fucking fire L.A. Knight. You dumb fucks. Hell no. Hell no. And uh, oh, someone brought oh, someone brought this up the other day. Actually, the the other day it was like in the last couple of days. Somebody brought this up. The amount of trust that they had in both him and Maxine Dupree, because they took them out of the whole model uh, storyline and everything like that. And look how they're doing now. I like Maxine more than I like Tiffany Stratton. There, I said it. Right. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Like, right? Oh, shit. Extreme Rules match? Heard Becky? No mercy? I mean, I knew I knew Tiffany had a death wish, but damn, she she just uh, etched up the level a lot. You dumbass. But getting back on, like, on point. True. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. With AEW having their rabid fan bases. That's why, like, some of the people are still there, and then you still have, like, that's when you question, well, why is Wardlow still there? Why is Brian Cage still there? Why are all these, like, like, even with Sonny Kiss, you know, all these people that they put on Dark and now don't can't even get on Collision. Barely. Oh, Sonny Kiss isn't there anymore. I, I, that's what I'm saying. But he yeah. was featured almost every week on Dark. Like, there was not a Sunny Kiss, like, there was not a time that I didn't see Sunny Kiss on AEW After Dark or AEW In the Dark or AEW's YouTube shorts or something like that. Like, I, I honestly saw him all the time, and I just felt that it sucked that he was being misused in that way. So it just, unless they get over, and you can be the most over person in the indies, you know, that's why I think like a guy like Bougie is gonna have zero trouble getting over. He he is just gonna he's just gonna ignite that crowd like Seth does. He's gonna ignite the crowd like 
Jericho does. You know, there he he just has that he has the it factor. And while some of these guys, some could have the it factor, especially the NXT people, because I hear I heard Quincy was a complete shit show in the backstage. Um, and while it does suck that some of these got cut, that's what NXT is honestly really about. You have a chance, and if you don't get your chance, go back to the indies. Polish your your style. If this is something you love, reach out to to like mission pro or ccw or any of these other ones and and hone your skills and you can a lot of times you could come back because there's rumors that they might be bringing back some of these guys that they just let loose except for riddle riddle's fucking done i swear to god if they bring him back uh uh-uh but with ali i don't want him to come back we don't deserve him as a wwe fan base because we didn't support him. Um, he needs to go somewhere where he's going to be loved and supported. And if that's AEW, buddy, I love you. I'm not tuning in, but I'll support you. Impact, uh, I'll watch it on YouTube. I don't think I get Impact on my normal TV. So, But um, can we talk about the other interesting piece of news that just came out this week? Okay. So before all the release information popped, uh, it seems that SmackDown will have a new home next year. Uh, or actually said, well, I don't think they've been on, they were on before and everything, but SmackDown will have a new home in 2024 as it's headed to USA. And there will be four yearly specials on NBC. Yeah, okay. I did forget that part. Thank you very much. And so, <laughs> the other piece of news that I just found out about not too long ago, what? we don't know where Raw and NXT are going. They might not, not gonna... be they might not be staying. What? Mhm. As of right now, NBCU is the front runner, but apparently with how primetime football has been on Thursday nights with um Amazon Prime, there is a possibility that they might move raw to a streaming service, which I think would be absolutely 100% idiotic, stupid, and fucked up. Bless you. Excuse me. Thank you. I mean, I mean, in a way, uh, SmackDown moving back to moving to USA is good and bad in a way bad because not a lot of people tune into USA or get USA and everything. So, but it's like, they have, I think they'll have like a little bit more freedom. <laughs> yeah. With the cussing? In general. I mean, they'll, I, mean, I mean, they'll have a little bit more freedom on USA to do whatever on SmackDown and everything. So that, I mean, that could be a positive right there. Whether it'll go from two hours to three hours, I have no idea. Uh, but yeah, this is funny how it's like that all hit in one day. It's just like, uh, but yeah, I didn't know about the whole like raw and NXT part not having not having a possible home. Uh, what do you think about all that, Kayla? I mean, if you put Monday Night Raw on a streaming, I mean Monday Night Raw has been on TV for how many years? And all of a sudden you just want to go to a stream. Um Exactly. Honestly, if that's the case, move you know, keeps put keep Monday Night Raw in USA, take NXT back to the streaming. Um 
you know, do it on Peacock like you used to, or, you know, WWE Network, you know, get that opportunity. That ain't, that really ain't going to hurt NXT. I mean, sorry, HBK, but, um, but yeah, you definitely need to keep Monday Night Raw on Mondays USA because, you know, that's how people found it so many years ago. That's what it's always been. I mean, it's Monday Night Raw on USA Network. I mean, come on. Um, SmackDown would be a great huge for them, finally back on the same brand. Um, cause it gets kind of annoying now, cause it's just like, oh, what channel's Fox on, uh, SmackDown? Oh, Fox. Oh, Raw's on USA. Oh, AEW's on TV. Nope, uh, Rampage is on TNT. You know, it gets confusing, cause they keep jumping back and forth, but, no. Um, Monday, SmackDown, if that's what you want to do, move back to USA, that's great. But yeah, NST needs to go back to the streaming device, but keep Monday Night Raw on the, um, network. For sure. I mean, not necessarily on USA. Have another network pick it up. That would do great. But don't take it off. That would be a huge stab in the back, really. Because honestly, if you do that, you might lose a lot of viewers. Because people's had it for so long. Heck, I remember when it used to be just two hours from 10 to 11. Now it's 8 to 11, three hours. So, um. I mean, after all, it is the uh, longest running weekly episodic show ever so right geez louise but um but yeah it's like good for smackdown uh yeah it's like if it's not gonna hurt an nxt if they go streaming but yeah definitely keep her on usa as well and then okay and then with i said it about i mentioned it earlier and everything elimination chamber will be in australia uh yeah i don't know if a lot of people are going to wake up at five or six o'clock in the U.S. to watch it, but they might catch it later. But um, I don't. <laughs> to the people bitching about this, crow the fuck up. These people wake up at this time to watch it in their countries, so you have to sacrifice one night. Grow the fuck up. I think y'all are being extremely ignorant and. Uh, partly stupid to you know be angry over this amazing product going to australia where they rarely get wrestling shows that california yeah. people's gotta get up and watch it at 3 a.m i did it for world cup <laughs> we did it for the world cup guys it's one yeah. event that was more i'm finally caught up on my sleep for that <laughs> hey i, I mean, will admit i will admit at least paper thank god for pay-per-views being on saturdays at least you can sleep on sundays that's true that's that a good so thing. true <laughs> that is so fucking true i'm call hey, hey i'm calling the main event right now i'm calling the main event right now Rhea Ripley defending the women's world championship inside the elimination chamber and let I mean, it's like, I don't know if she'll come out first in the match or start the match, but it's like, give her the main event. I mean, hopefully by then she'll build up the title reign to make it worthwhile because right now it's been a little lackluster-ish and everything. But women's world title, main event, inside the elimination chamber, that place is going to go nuts. Okay. Who's the five other people, Kat? Okay, so based on based on recent developments, okay, so we got Rhea, we got Raquel, Naya, uh, 
Bianca is on SmackDown, so that's not going to work. Um, fuck. Due to recent like... events, it would be Raquel, Nia Jax, Natalia. Um, Who would you say? Natalia. Hartwell. Oh. Oh, it, okay. Oh, so, Indy? Yeah, you got to put, okay, you got to put Indy. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Rhea, Raquel, Nia, Indy. Um, Zoe. Oh God! The for the for the other two, it's like you could put Zoe in the match. You could put Natalia in the match. Hell, by then she'll be with the company and everything. Oh, throw Jade! Fuck no! Oh, <laughs> put Shayna oh. Baszler in there instead of Jade. Okay, there. <laughs> Not that quick, honey. No, 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 no. <laughs> I didn't say she was gonna win the fucking match, but but I'm like thinking. I know, but I'm like, I, I'm like thinking of like all these powerhouse women who could be in there and give Rhea like a serious run for her money. And it's like, I'm, it, it, it's like, I'm kind of like, even though it wasn't too crazy about Nia coming back and everything, but it's like, Nia coming back, you got Raquel there, uh, get Indy in the picture a little bit and everything. Uh, Jade, I don't actually don't know, even know where Jade's going to go, but it's like, her probably getting added to the mix and stuff like that. So it's just like a lot of these powerhouse women are coming in and everything. It's like, yeah, but it's like, regardless of who's in the match and everything, give Rhea the main event in the elimination chamber. That's all I got to say. And I'm mad at Natalia right now. I really huh? Uh oh. Are you going to have to fight Kayla? Uh, the fact that they pushed for her, I, I know it's not her fault, but it still pissed me off that she got the title shot when they were pushing for Tegan Knox on Monday. Oh, that. Yeah, it wasn't her fault. I mean, Becky actually even requested Tegan. Yeah, but I mean, that's that still pissed me off. The amount of, the amount of title shots Natalia has got this past year, come on. She didn't need one more. Uh, Tegan has been kicking ass over on main event. <sighs> Alright. Oh. Okay. I think... Oh, 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 oh. My apologies, ladies and gentlemen. We did not bring this up last week after the list got announced and everything, but there was a new PWI list, 500, that came out and everything. It's funny how all three members of the Shield were the top three. It's even cooler that uh, Seth tweeted out a picture of the fist bumps <laughs> right after that and everything. But it's like, uh, who the hell else was in the top ten? Hang on, I got the list right here. Okay, cool. Your top ten was Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, John Moxley, Gunter. Viking, Viking, no, I cannot say his name. He's over in AEW. MJO, Kazuka Akata, Orange Cassidy, Josh Alexander, and Cody Rhodes. That's actually not a bad list. And honestly, believe it or not, I can actually agree with the top 10 for once. That's actually not a bad list. Cassidy, very unexpected for top 10, but the but fact that he, he did, 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 did. Yeah, look what he did, and that he exactly. deserves to be in the top 10. Exactly. Um, Cody hasn't Cody hasn't held the title, but his star has been completely done, yep. on the 
His stars have been completely on the rise and everything. Gunther, enough said right there. Top four. And also, there's not the top 10, but they made the top 20. And I will say because of what they've been doing in Impact, number 20, Trey Miguel. There you go. Let's see. I'm going to go down the list a little bit while we're talking about it. Okay. Uh, so let's see. Do, 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 do. Um, <laughs> 61, Ben Balor. Lord. <laughs> 66 for Wesley. I think he could kind of been up a little bit more when then where he's at. Carmella, um, wasn't he like 12? No, Wesley's according to this is 66. Number no, 12? Meant... 12 wasn't, was. Wasn't Claudia. Carmella like. Oh, Claudia. Where the hell was Car- was it, uh, Carmella? Carmella's like 13. 13. Okay. Yeah, Carmella's in the top 13. 20. He dominated. Um. Let's see. Uh, edge. Number two was good. But who? Trisha Dora, number eighty-two. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Dominic Mysterio, ninety-four. <laughs> Should have been lower. Um. <laughs> well, on a side note, Mustafa Ali made one hundred and eight. At least give him credit on that. Um, let's see. I'm trying to find some other one here that I was looking at him the other day. I pulled it out. Um, not bad. Just coming up over on AEW, what he's doing with Darby Allen. I'm surprised that he's this high, but very well deserved. 147, Nick Wayne. That's good Already? for him. Already? Wow. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Yep. Yep. Uh, Let's see. Bear with me as I'm trying to find some of these. I'm going to another thing. Um, 197, Brandon Kirk. No, 198, Casey Kirk. Nice. Top 200. Go, Ger- go, go Kirks. Mm-hmm. Um, 199, Myron Reed. Um, also, so far, it's three-fourths of the rascals that's in there that reached it. Um, let's see. What the heck? Um, let's see. Da, da, da. Let's uh, da, 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 da. There's just a lot of Jordan Blade, two eighty one. Okay. Um. 323 Shane Taylor is another good um he's made it. Okay. I think if you just make the list you're Oh yeah. You're phenomenal, most definitely. Um huge shout out to our boy Jay Bougie be coming in at 368. Yep, he went up. Yep, he sure did. Um, over a hundred over a hundred spots, so that's for real. That's big accomplishment. For real, yeah. Um well, if he went over a hundred, he might break the one top one hundred next year. Two hundred. <laughs> um, let's see. Four forty. Carrying cross. Wow. And I'm gonna say, Ron Hunt made four fifty eight. Okay. And considering just returning, getting back off the Indies after killing it in the Indies and getting back where they are on Impact, the fourth and final rascal. Coming in at 445. 
Zachary Wentz. I'll give that to him considering what um what he went through and everything. What he went through and everything. Anybody you want me to look up? Because whoa. Yeah, I didn't I don't think Tiff yeah, I don't think Tiffany made the list yet and everything. Not no. yet. Not yet. She getting there. Uh huge props to Masha Slamovich and everything because if I'm not mistaken, she was the highest ranked woman at fifteen. Who? Masha Slamovich. Right. Yeah, I yes. think she was like the yeah, she was like the highest ranked woman at fifteen. So huge props to her on that. Uh but yeah, now it's like a lot of people we know, a lot of people we've talked to, friends of the show and everything, very well represented on the list. So it's like huge congratulations to them. Jolie? Uh the list was fine by me. Um I did hear a rumor though that a certain friend of the show is possibly signing with WWE. Maddie. Oh okay. yeah. She, she got too. yeah, her and Jazz her and Jazz got tryouts. I don't know how they went though. So congrats to her for that because you know she killed it in AEW. Um proud of her as hell and can't wait to see you know her in the ring. Yeah, definitely. Because it's like I know they 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 released a list of who got tryouts and I saw Jasmine around there and Maddie and I was like, well, oh my god, that is fantastic. So I was like, congrats, yeah, congrats to them because it's like they, yeah, it's like you said, Jolie, they've been absolutely killing it. So wait, see what happens with all that. And it's funny how because I was looking at this poster over here from the first Mission Pro show I went to and everything and that was almost three years ago and it's like she used to go by Lacey Ryan's back then, but it's like Zoe's on this Zoe's on this poster. It's like look what she, look what she's doing now, and then of course it's like Jasmine and Maddie. They just got tryouts. Maddie possibly signing, and it's like look where they're at now. It's like you never know what's gonna happen. You never know. Whew, golly. Okay, this has been a long ass show. A little bit. <laughs> All right. So next week we got fast lane predictions and we're going to celebrate a little Hispanic heritage month and shout outs to our favorite, favorite Latino and Latino wrestlers killing it today. So Jolie, any final thoughts? Uh, Next week's episode might be coming out a little bit late. I go on Monday to on October 2nd to get my flu shot and my COVID booster because working around 70,000 people, I don't trust y'all. Y'all don't wipe your hands after you wash your ass. You know, I, I need y'all to do. I'm oh, sorry. Y'all don't wash your hands after you wipe your ass. Sorry. Um, I know y'all. I watch y'all. Y'all scratch your ass and drink your beer. Y'all are disgusting motherfuckers. I know. I get it. But still, wash your fucking hands. Uh, so I can't risk getting sick just because, you know, holiday seasons are. It, this this year's went fast, so. At least if you don't believe in the COVID vaccine, get your fucking flu shot, dudes. It's actually been so much easier. I've not gotten the flu in knock on wood the past three, four years since I started getting the flu shot again. And I appreciate not getting sick because me being sick is not fun. Uh, but other than that, so the episode might be coming out later Tuesday or Wednesday. I will keep y'all informed. Um, but no, other than that, uh, it's going to be a late recording for us next Sunday. Because Jolie has her home game at one o'clock. So she might actually not be very enthusiastic on the show next week. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what she's saying. Yeah, pretty much. Tired. 
Yeah. Kayla, any final thoughts? Um, yeah, actually, I do. I'm just going to give a little hint, spoiler. As you all know, for three and a half years, I've been working with these lovely ladies as your Carolina boss lady of Queen's Takeover podcast. Not going anywhere soon. However, for those who know, I started Outrage Control with Dan. You might know him from the Bump Boys through the Fanatic Fanatics Network, which you should go check it out. FanENT.com, fan podcasts, articles, um, wrestling, football, fantasy, you can name it. you find it there. Also, we're live Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. We are going to record tonight. However, October 29th, Kat and Julie is going to be our first guest on the Outrage Control. And I hope that they bring their brains because it's going to be fun. And I was going to give a little hint. I'm going to have some fun Jeopardy style. What? Wow, 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 wow. I did not agree to that. <laughs> I'm going to make it fun. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I'm fun. I'm totally fun. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, and I did one last announcement. It was announced today. Usher is doing halftime show for Super Bowl. Yeah, I saw that. And what is going on with your camera? clue luckily we're not live because i'm a blurry mess again luckily we're at the end of the show so yeah i know (laughs) (laughs) all right with that being said that's all we have for this episode of the queen's takeover thank you so much for joining us tune in next time as the takeover continues y'all have a good one